Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. Um, this is Caroline. Turn up Tuesday, bloody happy hour, it's quickie day. Well, let's get to it. Let's get to it, because there is so much news. First, 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 first. First, are you looking for a great haircut or shave experience? Always. Um, I need to shave. Okay, yeah. Well, you need to come to Champion Salon and Barber, because their skilled barbers and stylists are dedicated to giving you the best service possible. Uh, simple haircut. You can get the grooming package. They've got it covered. So also while you're there, you can enjoy a free complimentary beer and chat with the friendly staff. How nice is that? Two locations in Waco, uh, one in Waco, one in Woodway. And you can book appointments online or through the app, making it easy to schedule your next visit. So visit Champions Salon and Barber today and experience a cut above the rest. Go get your haircut. And it's not too late to go get your bloody happy hour tumbler. It is not too late. We are loving ours. That is at Idle Hands Crafts, capital N, more Facebook page or at gmail.com. You can email for an order. She has multiple sizes. You can customize yours. Everybody that has ordered theirs is loving it. Check out Misty McCombs on Facebook. And Caroline, I have so much news for today. I can't wait to hear it because I do not know anything about what's been going on. Yeah. So Caroline's had a stressful day. week. Yeah. Stressful week. We're actually recording on a Saturday. Welcome to my life when you can't get your shit in no, in the week. I was like, I can't. I have no motivation to do anything. <laughs> not even a territory check. So we're recording on a Saturday, Saturday brunch. Um, and... I have all the news, all the news. Let's talk about it. First off, this week we had so many anniversaries that we need to oh, shout out. We did have the Branch Davidian anniversary. Right? We, yeah, but first we had the anniversary of your hometown. The 10th anniversary of the West Explosion was oh, April 17th. April. I know. Mm. 
Caroline's from West, if you guys did not know that. And on April 17th, 10 years ago, was the West Explosion. So many lives impacted. Um, I live just right down the road, heard it. But what I remember about that time is the district that I worked for was right down the road, had empty schools. Mm -hmm. And so that very next day, our superintendent at the time, Wes Holt, shout out, best man in the world, he was like, let's go. If you have available staff, send them down. We painted. We got furniture together. Um, people from the community, Home Depot, like donated. We got the school together brand new. And the West was able to go to school there until their school was ready. Just a little bit of like what Conley could do at the time. So, also, we had April 19th was the 30th anniversary of David Koresh, and that's when the standoff ended. That's what we found out how many lives were impacted from that whole, whole issue. Whole thing. And I'm sure you've been watching so many documentaries, people out there, because it's, they've been throwing them at you, and um, if you are watching the news on the 19th, a lot of the um, Corishians is what I've found out that they sh- like to be called, okay. not Davidians. Oh. Um, mm. Okay. <laughs> and Too late. I'm going to explain it okay. on our 100th episode. Ooh. Yeah. So you're going to hear about so much of it. That's what I'm covering for our 100th episode. Um, but they were on the news, and there's still so much emotion behind all that still so much skepticism about the motivation behind that standoff Mm. but at the end of that episode i'm also going to cover the conspiracy theories behind uh carol i was thinking about you when i i I did not hear half of these conspiracy theories that i've heard now that i've kind of researched it and i said caroline's mouth is going to water i love a good conspiracy i think there always needs to be a little bit of a yeah conspiracy. yeah it makes it a little bit fun um and then i have an actual video from or te- you'll hear some audio from the new leader of they are branch davidians that are out there now his conspiracy theory on the whole thing too so oh, yeah. look forward to that um April 19th was also the anniversary of the Oklahoma City bombing where 168 people died. And did you know that was actually connected to the Davidians? Um, Smidge. It's like his little bit of his motivation behind it. Maybe I'll cover it in the episode. Yeah, I'll cover it because I, 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 yeah, I don't know. And then April 20th was the not Columbine shooting that happened in 1999. This was a really bad week of anniversary. <laughs> I, it, was, it was pretty bad. Oh, I'm sure it was sad for so many people. Mm-hmm. It was my senior year, and um, I remember we didn't, we were like, oh, we're, we're not going to school the next day. Because after that, it, then it became a trend. Like, people were calling in bomb threats, and yeah. then it was it was just stupid. Probably. Okay. Now, uh, first, I need to talk about something that happened, three things that happened this week. These are three common mistakes. Mistakes with very uncommon reactions. Mm-hmm. Over the span of six days that will make you second guess every door that you knock on, every doorbell that you ring, or anytime you get in the car. So, Peyton Washington, Ralph Yarl, oh. and Kaylin Gillis. Yes, 
Okay. We're all shot making an ordinary, unavoidable mistake. Mm-hmm. Peyton Washington of Elgin, Texas, accidentally got into somebody else's car thinking it was her own. The guy in that car shot her. She is right now in the ICU. She's a beautiful, beautiful competitive cheerleader. She was headed to Baylor on scholarship. Um, she was shot, I believe, in the back. Um it's her senior year like she was getting ready to go and like start her life the guy has been apprehended and arrested and charged and another cheerleader was shot too so two of them were shot but I've never gotten anybody else's car but I've been in my car and somebody else has literally opened it up and sit in the passenger seat because they thought it was their car so it happens and did you shoot them? No. <laughs> nope. They are still alive. Wow. Good for you, April. Ugh. Kaylin. But what do they say? They're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, oh. well, what they did is like they had all their stuff in their hands and they looked over and they saw my dad and not their wife. And um, it was when I was younger. Yeah. It was my, they saw my dad and not their wife and they were like, oh, my dad was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and so he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And he got back out. <laughs> We just laughed, and me and my brothers talked about it for I years see, later. I see having a reaction if it's, like, an older male who you think is going to, like, like, if you're a female. Yeah. And then a, a, a random stranger yeah. guy gets in, and you think you're going to be. You, two beautiful but, cheerleaders yes. just got in your car. Yes, that was a you Ugly Mexican like, guy. Welcome. <laughs> you should have been like, hey, hey there. Let's go. Ugh. Okay. Kaylin Gillis, 20 years old, was looking for a friend's house and mistakenly went to the wrong address. The homeowner came out like he was Clint Eastwood onto his porch and fired shots. They had to, like, drive away. They called 911, and she died of her wounds. She was an honor student. She was an artist. She was looking forward to attending college in Florida with the dreams of becoming a marine biologist. She just turned in the driveway. <laughs> I don't understand. There's no when logic I heard behind the story, it. I was like, what? What? There's got to be something more. Like, she just. People turn in driveways even to just turn around. All the, all all the, the time. time. I'm, yes. I'm not shooting them. No. Often. No. Accurately. 16-year-old Ralph Yarl was going to pick up his younger brother from a friend's house, and he went to the wrong house. It was 10 p.m. at night. He rang the doorbell. He said the man yelled, don't come around here, and shot him. He shot him. I'm not sure where he shot him, but when he was shot, he ran to multiple people's homes to try to get some help. He finally got help, was able to call the police, and he is now alive home and recovering this dude was not a thug like the others he was an all an honor student an all-state band member had a you know great future ahead of him he was going to pick up his little brother and this 87 year old man that looks like a corpse hey oh he looks horrible he i'm like kitty was he even was he blind like, he kind of looks like he had one eye that wasn't open. And he I'm looked like, a little um, mafia, what? Sylvester yes. Stallone-ish, kinda, Rocky. He kind of looked like Frankenstein a little bit. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just don't 
understand why this I don't. all these situations. I don't. You know, yeah. <clears throat> it's quite puzzling. It is. Speaking of puzzles. Oh, speaking of puzzles, have you heard of Wango Puzzles, April? Wongo. Wongo Puzzles. Wongo. Well, it's me, your puzzle-loving bestie. <laughs> As we know, I do love some puzzles. But um, my latest obsession, and I did get one of these for Christmas, and I did not even realize it was a Wongo puzzle. But these puzzles are the real deal. They're high-quality, handcrafted, and perfect for anyone who loves a good challenge. Each piece is made out of its own carved like wood piece. Ooh. So it's not going to be like these crappy cardboard jigsaw puzzles. No. No, it's not. So if you want to take advantage of, what do they have? 100% wooden puzzles. They last forever. Uh, they come in a custom wooden box, and you can easily store it or give it away as a gift. Wongopuzzles.com, and you can get 10% off by entering the code BHH. Yay! Wongo puzzles. puzzles. Back to the show. Okay, the next story is about um, a 52-year-old Connecticut man named Pedro. 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 Hold on. Oh, I had it. I think it should be Pedro. 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 He walked into Hartford Police Department on April 16th and showed them a. F- photo on his cell phone and on this photo caroline was a female bleeding with multiple stab wounds the officer said where's this woman at and pedro said outside in my car outside in the parking lot so they detained pedro and they went outside in his car the woman on this phone was in his car and it was actually his wife nidra Oh, hell. She was covered with blood and multiple stab wounds. She died like 20 minutes later. What happened, Nidra? So they interviewed Pedro and they were like, what? WTF? Well, you know, Pedro did not hold back. He said that he had been planning to kill his wife for a couple days. A couple days before, he had found out she was having an affair, of course. Mm. Um, but he played it cool for a couple days. And so he picked her up in the car and he drove her to McDonald's and bought her some dinner. Oh. And he pulled over in a parking lot so that she can eat. And while she was eating, he pulled out a knife that he had hidden in his uh, little compartment. He stabbed her in her neck and her face and in her torso. And then he took a picture of her. And sent it to her new boyfriend that he was having an affair with. <laughs> Pedro, Pedro. Come on, Pedro. I'm, this is something you no. see on a movie. I don't know. Lifetime movie. Driving to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Ariel Castro. Oh, God. He's so gross. <laughs> he waited until, then he sat there and waited until, like, her breathing, like, really, really slowed and labored. And then he drove himself to the police department. So, Okay, Pedro, thank you for not killing, like, the like doing a whole family annihilation. Yeah, that's true. And killing, you know, the boyfriend, too. But you literally could have just left. You could have. Yeah. Why, yeah, nobody does that. They you could have just left. Just um, but you made it a little interesting by sending the picture of the dead person to the side piece. So that's why I had to throw that one in there. That was a great 
This one I know you have seen all over the news. Missing six-year-old boy, Noel Rodriguez Alvarez. Yes. Okay, you've seen his face. He's a um, little boy. He has um, multiple special needs. He had a visual impairment, speech impairment, I believe an upper respiratory um, impairment where he requires a lot of breathing treatments. Here's the timeline of what we know. March 20th, 2023, CPS requested a welfare check for Noel after receiving a tip from a family member that Noel had not been seen in months. Okay? Mm -hmm. Noel's mom, Cindy Rodriguez Singh, um, told police that Noel went to go live with his biological father in Mexico. All right? Mm -hmm. Well, um, so they find biological daddy in Mexico, and biological daddy was like, I've never met him. I was deported before he was even born. Family corroborated that, and so police were like, okay, red flag. Yep. They were also checking her out, and they found out she had ton of CPS cases. She had lost her kids on and off a couple times. Horrible criminal history. And she also had uh, other six other kids. Five-month-year-old tit. Five-month-old twins, seven-year-old, eight-year-old, a nine-year-old, and 11-year-old. So she was, like, having a kid, getting pregnant the next day, having a kid, getting pregnant the next day. Like, That's she did not stop. That That's too many. Mm. <clears throat> March 25th, an Amber Alert was issued, and then it was changed to an endangered persons alert because they found out that this family had fled the country and went to India, her Remember the last name was Singh? She had remarried to a guy from India's last name, Singh. Okay. All right. So also during the investigation, it came out that Cindy and her husband practiced Santa Muerte. I was Yes. Okay, Santa Muerte. They, and that they have been abusive in the past to Noel. So family and friends are coming out and saying, We've seen her hit him with keys. We've seen her not give him water because she didn't want to change his diaper. Um, all these things that it's like, why are you saying this now that he's been missing for so long? Do you I hate are people? You can explain what Santa Muerte is. Well, it's it's so okay. So there's Santa Maria, there's Santa Muerte, but it's basically the death saint. Santa is like saint. Okay, muerte is death, and a lot of, like, the uh, Mexican mafia, or a lot of the mafia, a lot of the cartels, drug cartels, worship that to give them power, and that the more death that they do, I guess killing that they do, it gives them more power. Um, We'll do a story later on, it's like this uh, Mark Kilroy sacrifice um, it happened in Mexico. That name sounds familiar. Yeah, I told you about it. It was uh, Santa Matamoros, Matamoros, yes, Mexico. Yes, yes. But anyways, a lot of them worship that, and so she, it, when you, and there are these creepy looking skulls. Skull yes, skull faces. Now, don't get it mixed up with like Dia de los Muertos. That's something totally different. Yeah. But if you Google. Her name and like a, there's a video, a live video of like her place and like a little shed in their background, and it is just like a little worship center of 
Uh-huh. It's like those skulls everywhere. Like she worshipped. It's an altar. Yes. Like Jeffrey Dahmer had that altar of skulls. Yes. It looked she had like an that. Altar of Santa Muerte statues. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and they played it on the. I guess they showed that little yeah that, little video in that house. shed. It was a little sh- shed. makeshift shed, yeah. And um, I might be talking about that right now. Okay. <clears throat> so this past fall, so now all this stuff is kind of coming because it's hitting the news, and so stuff is coming out about them. So this past fall, one of the neighbors said that Cindy asked her if she could use her son. So Cindy, the mama, Noel's mom, asked her neighbor could I borrow your son for a doctor's appointment? I'm going to just take your son and pretend like it's Noel, okay? So what was happening is when you're on Medicaid and disability, you have to, you can't miss doctor's appointments. You have to go to your checkups. If you, you have to go to your dentist. You have to go to your eye appointment. If you have therapies, like speech therapies, you can't miss them because the state is paying for you to get them, right? You have to make sure that you're healthy. Well, she was, Noelle hadn't had any appointments like this whole past fall. So she was getting letters, and I think she was going to get her benefits cut off. So if one benefit gets cut off, the other benefits get cut off. Disability checks, possibly food stamps, right? So she was asking the neighbor to use her little son to take him to the doctor. Noelle couldn't go because Noelle had covid that's what you call it. Okay. Neighbor didn't turn her in then. She's turning her in now. She's oh. telling people about it now. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, sure. You can use my kid. <laughs> but you know what? We don't know what kind of neighborhood this is, too. The right na- the wrong neighbor would have been like, well, what are you going to give me? Oh, facts. <laughs> one of them statues. These neighbors also said that they had just saw that they a concrete slab had just been poured in the backyard where a back shed area had previously been. Mind you, this is a rent house, and concrete is expensive, and this is a big slab. Mm -hmm. So that was a red flag because renters don't traditionally put that type of money into a house that isn't theirs. And if you got a missing person and there's a concrete slab porn, it may raise some red flags. So they brought the drug, the cat, the canine dogs out drug dogs and um they sniffed around there was also a report that uh the stepdaddy was seen throwing a large rolled up carpets into a dumpster so they went and found the carpets and the drug dogs did go off on the carpets but there was no body there was no it just was like possibly there had been a body there Mm. They went off around the concrete, so they dug up the concrete, but they found nothing. Right. So they just concluded that their that carpet was probably in that area where that dirt was, that now the concrete is there, but they didn't find anything. So they've kind of called off the search, and they've they, basically said that he's probably is dead, and that's really just... He's presumed dead, but that's all we know. We have no idea where he is. Um, 
It has been said that she said that she has sold him. She went to a fiesta market and sold him to a random guy, but they've looked at that and there's no video, there's no evidence that he was sold at a fiesta market. She's still in India? They're, they're working to on the uh, what's extradi- uh-huh. extradition type yeah. stuff with India right now. So they're all still in India. He was last seen, like somebody's eyes, oh, for speech therapy, July 21st. In October, she had her two twins. So he was seen by family um, at the hospital, like when she gave birth, and then when they checked out. And then um, by November 2nd, Cindy, the mom, applied for passports for everybody in the family except for Noel. Oh, he's been dead for a while. So we think now at the hospital when she had the twins and a family member said that she was saying that Noel was evil and possessed oh, and had a demon inside him and that that demon inside him was going to hurt her new baby twins. Okay, Lord. And then November 2nd, she Applied for passports and not one for him. So probably in between the time she had that baby and November 2nd, she did something with Noel and we have no idea what it is. Yes. There's been a lot of... um, Demon mamas. Yes. Yes. Yeah, saying their kids are possessed. Yes. I know, I know. Okay, almost done because we have to talk about the Ladybird serial killer. Ladybird Lake serial killer. Dude. We've if been tagged. We have one, <laughs> I will I kinda like it. <laughs> we have been tagged in so many posts. I am a part of that group. I added you to that group. Uh there are now official like articles I that have was, been out in it. I saw somebody last night who listens and she was telling me about the yeah, she's like, You need to go be on this group, the Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. added you like okay. a couple weeks ago. Oh <laughs> you're gonna have to tell me text. I don't have a Um so basically what it is is there have been men going missing. You can track it back to at least 2008. Oh. Going missing downtown Austin. And ha- their bodies have been shown up, showed up in Lady Bird Lake. Yeah. Okay. A lot of them have been gone, have, were last seen on Rainy Street, mm-hmm. which is a little bar area downtown Austin, like 6th Street area. They're, all their commonalities are they are drinking at a bar and they leave the bar alone to never be seen again. Then they show up the next day or a couple days later in a lake. And some of them have, a lot of them have not even had um, like water in their lungs. So are they, they drugged? Yeah. They're, so not, they're not drowning. They're not always drowning. Yeah. Now, there's this group 
a lot of web sleuths, and they're like, there has to be, they all look alike. Okay, so if you look at their picture, I have a collage of pictures. They are all good-looking, like dark-featured males, like darker hair, darker eyes. They have facial hair, they're darker. A lot of them may be on the LGBTQ um, group. Is, is that the LGBTQ, the gay area? Um but they just found a black guy just last week. So that's kind of off of the profile. But what you, what they're connecting it to is the smiley face killer. I saw that. Okay. So they're saying that this isn't just happening in Austin. It's happening in Houston. It's happening in Chicago. Remember, we had yes, covered a couple of Houston yes, cases, and you said, yeah. "How many men? How many stories have we done where men have left bars and ended up in bodies of water?" Yes, we had the A and M kid, and we yes. had that Houston guy. Yes. Okay, so this Smiley Face Killer. This is this has been going on for a while. And you have some former FBI agents that this has been going on since the 1990s, okay? And that close to 100 college age or young adults have gone missing. Men have gone missing, leaving the bar, drinking, and they have been found in bodies of water. But if you look... Somewhere where their bodies have been found, there is a smiley face on a tree Mm -hmm. where their body has been found. Just a smiley face, either carved or written or somewhere on a park bench, on a tree or somewhere. All the areas. So their assumption is that there is this smiley face killer gang or um, group uh, 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 like operation, but it's mm-hmm. like a worldwide operation. And so are they targeting a group? Uh, it's like, is this a group targeting a hate group? So are they targeting gay men possibly? Are they targeting um, people, men who drink alcohol? Like, are they targeting yeah. a specific group of people for a reason? Or is this totally random? They don't think that it's random because it's happened so many times in the same area and it's all too similar. Yeah. The problem is when somebody ends up in the water, it's so hard to tell that there has been. um, I guess they're just that there has been um, what they always say. No, no. (laughs) Can't talk. No. Foul play. They always rule no foul play. So Kylie Rodney, right? No foul play. Or because Nicola when they end up. Bully, bully, uh, no, foul no foul play. play. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anytime it's end up in the water, it's like they either say, oh, there's no foul play or they rule it a suicide. Yeah. So it's rarely yeah. ruled a homicide when they're found in the water. DNA's washed away. So how many of these are probably a homicide? It's just not ruled a homicide. So therefore, it's just not put in the homicide. Yeah, category. Yeah, category. No foul play category. So 
That's what everybody's talking about right now is this. Could this be connected to the Smiley Face Killer? And now they've come to the Austin area. This group has come to the Austin area. Or does Austin have their own serial killer that's targeting this group of men? A lot of these um, member, these victims, their family, they're speaking out. They're talking. There's articles where they're being interviewed. Just saying my, my brother... My son was not suicidal. Like nothing, yeah. he wouldn't have been nowhere near the water. He could not swim. Yeah, he didn't one like the water. Came out and they were like, "Oh, it's just people who are who have been drinking and they're walking and there's not a railing and they fall in the lake." Yeah, but th- it's a long walk from where it yeah. is to Lady Bird Lake. Like it's a long intentional walk. Yeah, but it's, you do remember that I did see one of these bodies being pulled out. When I was in Austin for my work conference, it was on March 5th. Oh. And that's when one of the bodies was pulled out. And I have a picture of it. Do you really? Wow. Because uh, the coworkers were talking. They were like, did you see that body? And I was like, oh, my gosh. It's definitely. A, I don't know what I said. But I was hoping it was like not just somebody who fell in. I was hoping for something more exciting. Yeah. And then all of this news starts coming out. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's that body. Yeah, and then as but as an investigator, like how do you, how do you, what do you have to see to think it's foul play? I guess just because it, I don't know, maybe just because it's 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 so often like yeah finding it okay this week in April we found it on April third then we found it on March every month yeah. we're finding one yeah yeah when in the past year you found one or whatever mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah. That's it. Oh, that's a lot of news, y'all. We will see y'all next Thursday for a full quickie episode. A full quickie episode. Oh, full. Sorry, a full episode. Is it a quickie? I hear it's a quickie. It's basically a quickie. I hear it's a quickie. But before we go, we got to talk about some hydration. Mm. And um, have you ever heard of Cure Hydration? No, tell me more. Well, you know... If I had something just magical that I could just mix with water or my vodka to so that I can hydrate as I'm dehydrating my body, I would order it in a second. So let's talk about Cure Hydration. It is, if you ever suffer from headaches or loss of sleep or dry mouth, or if you're an athlete and you want to peak your performance or if you just are don't like plain water okay cure hydration could be good for you all it's a plant-based it's vegan there's no sugar added and it's electrolyte packet you add to anything or it's and it's just effective as an iv drip all you have to do is go to our special link Zen, Z-E-N dot A-I slash B-H-H 20. Zen, Z-E-N dot A-I slash B-H-H 20. And you get a discount off this amazing hydration. That is it, y'all. Don't forget to stay aware. Stay alive. And always BDTF. Bye, y'all. Frozen.
Frozen Heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen. Frozen Heroes. Gonna tell you about. Hey, I'm Zach. And I'm Mike. And we have a fantastic new podcast to tell you about Bros, Foes, and Heroes. It's the two of us looking into the world of comics, breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of and some that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so Zach comes up with a character each time, and uh, I go into it just completely blind. I don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything, and and basically I guess we kind of go over their origin story and just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe especially Golden Age stuff. Oh, Golden Age stuff is always the best, and we will make sure to highlight all of the shenanigans and just absolute weirdness of everything that's right so subscribe today and uh, follow us on instagram at bros bros heroes and if you don't i know where you live not really but please subscribe (laughs) bros and bros and heroes gonna tell you about bros and bros and heroes gonna tell you about Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music, and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. Wine, wine and vinyl. vinyl. <laughs> so check us out on RogueMediaNetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot 